every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Uh, Gordon, uh, text Mac, tell him to listen right now. The Big Show is going to be live on Friday from the warehouse, 2 to 6, their brand-new Salt Lake location, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind, the warehouse. And, of course, on Fridays, Football Friday, from 2 to 4, We'll have Alema Harrington and Ron McBride uh, with us live there at the warehouse. So, and oh, man, uh, that's so that's so much fun. I, I look forward to talking with Mac and with Alema and uh, Jake. Uh, it's it's good stuff. It's just a good mix. Always has been from the beginning. Back when uh, Mac and Lavelle were doing it. I agree, and uh, I, I think Friday you'll want to listen if you're in the market for some new furniture, mattress, that sort of thing. Because uh, uh, Mac's been at the warehouse before, and let's just say Tom likes to. He likes to show off for coach. Oh, so he gives even better deals yeah, than yeah. normal. He usually puts up one or two that are that are usually pretty extra nuts because uh, he likes to show off for Coach Mac. So Friday's the day if you're in the market for some uh, for some new furniture uh, or a mattress or an adjustable bed or whatever. Friday's your day. I'm not, you know, I'm not kidding when I say that that's the place to go. I mean, that, that, if you want to get a good deal. That is a fantastic place to go. It's a win-win because the warehouse gets some business. But you generally, when I look at the deals they have there relative to other places I've looked, Jake, I mean, it's 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 undeniable. It's it's a really really good deal. So I like it when our our listeners save money. Eighteen twenty-five South three. 100 West. It's the warehouse. We'll be there on Friday. All right, Gordon, let's uh, get to what's going on. We check in with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. Uh, big opinions, big news. Usually uh, we have some fun stuff in there occasionally. Uh, let's start out with DJ and PK and uh, them talking about what's going on in the Pac-12 right now. Question of the morning, what should the Conference of Champions do? PK just saying Conference of Championships got people going. They didn't get to the question. There are too many comments on Conference of Champions. Tony, retire the name Conference of Champions. Why? Uh, Jacob, the SEC's already playing. Sam, the champions of what? You want me to go down the list? Because you better sit down. It's going to take a while. There's <laughs> 500 of them. You can blow right through that. The SEC's already playing, Brady says. Oh, BYU fans. <laughs> Here's what they should do. Test everybody and play ball. Isn't that what they're going to do? Is there any doubt now? Does anybody actually think they're going to sit this out? You'd bet on that? No, they're going to play. Well, yeah, but that's two different things. I didn't say what are they going to do. I said what should they do. So depend on what your voter registration 
is determining what you're going to decide. Now, what you think they should do wasn't what are they going to do. You asked me the other day. They told you I'd be shocked if they weren't playing in November. Now, I just didn't make that up. Somebody told you they'd be shocked if they weren't playing in November. That's the way I thought, yeah. A lot of stuff that I say, I repeat uh, what's been said. I do it in complete and total confidence at all times. That's one of the things uh, I haven't accomplished a lot in my life, but one of the things I'm proud of is that uh, folks know if they tell me something, they can trust me. It goes nowhere. So you, I think it was this week. We're already into Thursday. Days blow by so fast. Uh, and I think I said, I know, I know I said I'd be shocked if they weren't playing in November. And that was before all this other stuff came out. Just like in Jan- uh, July, I had said well before that they were going to uh, made the announcement that they were going to play conference only. And that's what they initially decided, and that's ultimately what they're going to do. They're going to try, which has always been my line of thinking all along. Try to play. And if you have to have interruptions like we've had, like we're having with the Cougars on Saturday, so be it. Then try again, whatever the next game is. In this case, it's the following week, the men of Troy. Not those men of Troy, the other men of Troy. These are Troy and they're men, so they are the men of Troy. There are many men of Troy wandering around multiple states. Many men eat, but Fu Manchu. Brian says, it seems as though the Pac-12 has followed the Big Ten's lead every step of the way. Thank goodness the Big Ten will now play. So not surprisingly, the Pac-12 is now working on it. Let's hope they can move fast and start playing by October 24th. I think they're looking at the following week. But one week versus the next doesn't really matter. Get seven games in then before they play the conference title game. I wouldn't play a conference title game. But if that's what they decide, so be it. Play games and declare champion. That following week. Yeah, it's like the old days. I mean, it used to be uh, the old, old days. Not everybody played everybody. It's been that way for a number of years, and then it went back to not everybody playing right. everybody when they expanded. They've alternated through history. When it was the Pac-8, they played all. You played seven games and played everybody. And when it went to the Pac-10, you still only played eight and you skipped somebody until they changed their mind and decided to play all nine. Well, then the number of games increased, too. It used yep. to be you played 10 games, so they had more games, more weeks to work with. But, yeah, and the world didn't end when they did that. So, But if, they, if that's what they decide, so be it. At this point, it's just like BYU's schedule. If you have a team to play, I'm okay with it. It doesn't really matter to me who that team is. And whatever format they choose, it doesn't really matter. I personally would let them play, let everybody play an extra game and rather than just have two teams play and then go from there. That, and that, that's my line of thinking. But if, that, if they don't want to do that, it's no, I'm not going to quibble either. I'm not going to write a column and lecture people on what they should do. Let them decide for themselves. 
All right, there you go. That's uh, DJ and PK this morning. Uh, PK talking about the start date, probably somewhere around Halloween. That's what uh, John Wilner is reporting from San Jose Mercury News. And I'm certainly with DJ that uh, the Pac-12 is going to come around. They have to. Really I agree now. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I have a couple of comments of what I just heard. Okay. The first thing is that PK bragged about having secrets told to him and that he keeps those secrets. But then he bragged that he says things that people tell him. I think he was talking about keeping their identities secret, no? Okay. And then he said, many men eat, but Fu Manchu. Which is just a terrible joke. Made me laugh. Okay. So, okay. Those are the two things. Those are your two comments. (laughs) (laughs) Glad we played. Yeah, the Pac-12 is going to play. The Pac-12 is going to play football because they can test and uh, and get immediate results. Yeah, and now the government government leaders aren't in their way. So, yeah, they're going to get that done. Well, they weren't really weren't ever in their way. Well, (laughs) they thought they were in their way. In fact, when we're going to play later uh, what Brett McMurphy told Hanson Scotty, and I think in that interview, didn't he absolve Larry Scott of uh, blame in this particular case? And he sort of said that they were he was dealing with uh, government leaders, and not according so, to those government leaders. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I guess Brett could say well, that. But. We'll we'll have to listen to that and, and make sure what exactly what he said. Because Gavin Newsom basically called Larry Scott a liar yesterday. <laughs> he said oh, that we will not prevent them to play, and any other assertion is flat out untrue. I can bring up the exact quote, but he was basically like, "Yeah, Larry lied." Although you know, Gavin, I don't know about his uh, relationship with the truth either. So who knows? Well, a politician would never lie, would he? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't live in California. Is that many men eat, but few men true? Hmm. Who was governor uh, when you uh, you uh, lived there? Jerry? Jerry Brown? Wasn't he governor for like 40 <laughs> years? No, he was governor for like 40 years, then took a break for a decade and a half, and then came back. Wasn't that it? Yeah, Jerry Brown. Uh, I remember seeing a, a bumper sticker uh, that said, uh, Jerry Brown's next space shot. Discover Uranus. Jeez. Jeez, that's worse than Fu Manchu. That is way worse. Yeah, were you uh, were you there when uh, Reagan was governor? No, no, I was not. No, just missed no. him. <laughs> yeah, just, just missed, missed Ronnie. Actually, I uh, my first time living in California was back when it was under uh, you know Mexico's okay. reign. But still, uh, Santa it was, Ana had it was you, not huh? an American territory. Yes, Santa Ana. Those not, were not quite yet. That, but those they were, were getting there. tumultuous years. What that manifest destiny? You know, they were yeah. the U.S. was was coming for the West Coast, and then the gold rush hit, and that you know helped things along. <laughs> and the neighborhood went <laughs> to hurried, pot. That hurried everything up. See Gordon and, out uh, there with a pan sifting in a stream somewhere. Have you ever done that? Sure, I think every Boy Scout uh, one point or another did that. Uh, did you ever find anything? Well, they, they're they not turning you loose in the wild, Gordon. They pretty much set it up so you find something. 
What are they sprinkling gold in there? Yeah, they do, the they do something. They make it so you can find something. Otherwise, just sifting through nothing to find nothing as a, you know, it'd be like, well, keep going for another uh, decade or two and then you'll see it work. The idea is to show you how to do it. Yeah. 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 I, I panned for gold at the Mormon Battalion Museum in San Diego and struck it rich. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't carry it all. The only way you get your mining merit badge is if you bring back a gold nugget. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, this is only slightly related to that, but I was once at the beach and I stepped on a, a clam or an oyster or whatever, clam. And I, I reached down and grabbed it and I brought it in and I opened it with a knife and there was a pearl in there. I don't believe you. True story. What'd you do? But with I, it? I, I, I don't remember. I, I gave it to my wife. Does she still have it? Probably. I don't know. I don't know if she. I don't know. Huh. I gave my wife a diamond, a diamond necklace once that she's never worn. So here's why. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, here's why I don't believe you, Gordon, because pearls don't come from clams. They come from oysters. And that's an oyster, what I said. Uh, that's what I said. I said the clam oyster. I don't know what it was, but it was there. Well, clams and oysters are very distinguishable. I know. I, I said it was an oyster or a clam. I, you're not listening. Well, I'm just telling you why I don't believe you opened a clam and found a pearl. It was, and well, if it, 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 and it I an believe if, if this were true, I'd believe you know which one you opened. No, I didn't. Uh, I don't. I don't remember that. All I know is I opened it up, and there was there it was. What'd you open so, it with? Uh, but I've never what? What did you have? An oh, you had a knife. Okay, a knife. Yeah. It was a beach back east. No, but okay, all right. So you just found an intact oyster on the beach? Is that the not on the beach? I stepped on it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to I our... stepped on it. I stepped in it. I don't know what one or the other. Yeah, something. All right. Uh, let's get to our next clip. This is from Hans and Scotty. BT was on with them, and uh, I was brought up, apparently. So they've got some systems underneath those greens that can dry them out in a hurry? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, Augusta, I think, was the one that pioneered it, but, you know, it's actually uh, like a vacuum that uh, <laughs> will suck the moisture out. Uh, I mean, they, they can control it. It's uh, I mean, Augusta, they actually have... Uh, you know, um, like like water that they can you know roll under there, that warm water that they can run under to to keep the greens from uh, getting frost in the as it, as it goes through the the cooler temperature times, and then they if they get too much rain, they can suck moisture out. So it's pretty amazing what they can do, you know, technologically uh, with turf and science and all that stuff these days in order to make make sure that they have the the surface they want and that Mother Nature doesn't dictate the outcomes is what it basically does. They're cheating Mother Nature for crying out loud. You know, I, I don't mean to, to brag, but I, I shot an 84 at Hidden Valley yesterday uh, off the lakes. Congratulations. Mountain, mountain course, those those two nines. And, and by the way, BT, the greens were a little bit fast and dry, but I felt like my, my putts were online. Oh, for hell's <laughs> Hey, that's pretty good. So Jake, Jake's dropping seventy sixes. You're dropping eighty fours. I mean, I like this. Who, I mean, who dropped a seventy six? Wait, what? Jake. Jake told me yesterday he shot seventy six. Jake Scott or Jake Hatch? Jake Scott. A 76? Well, 76. At, at, at Mulligan's? <laughs> I, you know, I didn't ask him, actually. Was, was that on 18 or was that on 9? What is it with you guys flaunting your scores on the air? Jeez. <laughs> he, he said, wow, I'm, I'm embarrassed now. 
I'm ashamed. I had to give him some cred. I thought that was really good. I, I yeah, told him, I said, there's a lot of people that play their whole life and don't shoot 76. Oh. I mean, we're taking people for their word here. I mean, really? It's I'm golf. Just... Aren't we supposed to? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's golf. I don't know if I'd trust well, anybody. Donald Trump said this morning <laughs> that he shot multiple 70s on winged foot. Oh, my. Here we go. <laughs> Not going to mess with that one. It was at the lake course at Mountain Dell. I can't I shot those guys were, weren't believing you, Jake. I know because I'm very credible. Best round of my life. And you always believe your coworkers. So how dare they not believe their coworker? Exactly. I, 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 you know, if Hans comes to me and says he shoots a 76, I, I'll believe him. If, if, if DJ came to me and said I found a pearl in a clam somehow and uh, to dis, <laughs> to disbelieve everything you've known about biology or nature, you know what? I'd, I'd absolutely believe him. Save your science. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. They don't have to believe me. I just like it that Hans was trying to brag and. Uh, BT used my BT used my score to put him in his place. That that makes well, me feel all, good by proxy. What's Hans doing bragging about an eighty four? Ooh, eighty four is good. You saying eighty four is good? I mean, no, it's it's fine. It's not it's not you know worth bragging about. We ought to have a a Hanson Gordon showdown on an old mill. Yeah, we should. I, you know what? I'd brag about an 84. I'd tell, I'd tell people about an 84. Like I said, 76 is my best ever by kind of a, not a ways, I guess, but like if I shot an 84 at, uh, where do you say, Hidden Valley Country Club? By the way, Hans, Hidden Valley? Country Club guy now? Or is this Hans, now? Is this Hans's ultimate freeloader where he just somehow gets magic rounds of golf at, at country clubs because he's Hans? Uh, but if I shot an 84 at Hidden Valley, I'd tell people about it. Would you? Do you think we could sell pay-per-view to the Gordon and Hance showdown like yes. they did with uh, Phil and Tiger? Yes, I do. I think we ought to do this. We can mic them up. I'd, I'd go with Gordon. You know what happened the last time Hance challenged a member of my family, right? Well, yeah, but that was Sid. We're talking about you. Yeah. Hans did destroy us on the basketball court that day when he was shoving everybody around. That was not fair. I still say that was. You got not... you got hurt, so I did. But but uh, yeah, Hans is a, he's he's a terrific athlete. I mean, he really is. Uh, couldn't play tennis worth a lick, but uh, I believe that he's probably a quality golfer in a limited sort of way. Oh, have and... you not played golf with Hans? No, Hans is a good have. golfer. He's yeah, sure. the only thing he's limited. He's he's scared to take his driver out of his bag for some reason. Oh, he's really? Of, he's you think that would be guys. his strength, man? Power it down that alley, uh, man. He's the type of dude who's like hitting irons off the tee. Maybe that's what? changed since I played with him last. But that's the only. Other than that, you know, I'll tell you what Hans is. He's very consistent. He's he's straight. He's he's accurate. He's a good golfer, good. especially for somebody who picked it up. I don't know, like 10 years ago or whenever Hans picked it up? Yeah, you'd think that uh, he would be a power guy and uh, and then just have to scramble a little bit. But uh, I, I have no doubt that he would be a good athlete. It's, 84, though. 84 is, 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 yeah, that's all right. When was the last time you shot 84? Oh, it's been a while, but I haven't played a whole lot of golf, uh, you know, in recent years. But uh, I used to shoot uh, 84, you know, all the time. Wow. Uh, it's our, been a while, though. Our friend, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Okay. Are you kidding me? Right. When I lived in California, I used to play golf three, four times a week. I played 
in the morning. I'd get up in the morning, go play around, and we'd get around pretty quick. And uh, yeah, eighty. If you didn't shoot eighty-four better, then you were you were dragging, man. Okay. Jeremy tweets in. He says, "Jake, after shooting your seventy-six, did you make your way out to the parking lot, or did you pull up on hole four, turn your radio down, and wait to find the road?" <laughs> <laughs> I did not drive on the course. No. Hey, man, seventy-six. Now that that now that's a score, man. I think you should brag about that. Yeah, by far, like I said, by far the best I've ever played. So I'm, I'm going to mention it on the radio. Thank you. Every uh, day. Coming up tomorrow, this is a f- every right every day. Although, to be fair, you you mentioned it for me to BT yesterday. I did. You I did. did. You weren't bragging. I was bragging for you. I see. I appreciate that, though. I, appreciate I was proud that. of you. Ah, see? Uh, that, that, that's, that's good for you. And you said it was the best round you ever had. If you have the best round you've ever had, man, you, you deserve to – Celebrate somehow. Yeah. Thank you. Or like be, like or starting the show off with it. Yeah. Hey, guys, guess what? That's what you did. <laughs> I know it is what I did. I uh, want to remind you about a cool event that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, it's, uh, it's one, or it's, I guess it's two lucky listeners chance to prove, uh, that they're the best barbecue guy on the block. This is going down tomorrow at Ace Hardware on 6200 South and Highland Drive. I believe they selected the contestants today on Hanson Scotty. So the big thing is going down tomorrow. That's the inaugural zone barbecue championship brought to you by Ace Hardware, the store Traeger grill, and of course the zone sports network, uh, tune in tomorrow uh, they're going to be there at Ace doing this whole thing. I think Scotty is the one participating, right? I don't think it's Hans. I think it's Scotty, who's who's got some skills with the old smoker. So I don't no doubt about it's that. Be a, a pretty good day tomorrow. In fact, if I could pick anyone to do that for a delectable meal, Scotty would be my first choice. He's good at it. I've, yeah, I've sampled his barbecue before, and he knows what he's doing. All right, there we'll have is. more coming up next. Ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. want to remind you about our friends at Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical Spring into Action. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call today, 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333. Action Plumbing. Uh, Gordon, uh, what do you think is a better matchup, Eastern Conference Finals or Western Conference Finals? We're going to have Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals coming up uh, tonight. It starts at uh, 5, and then uh, Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals going down tomorrow. That game will start at 7 o'clock. But uh, what's a better matchup in your mind? What what series are you more interested in? I'm more interested in the Lakers and Nuggets just because we've been watching the Nuggets now for quite some time and and studying them and and appreciating what they've achieved as most unique and uh, the Lakers are the Lakers and so now I want to see if the Nuggets how they how they can uh, fend off the Lakers Um, and and to tell you the truth I just don't know how it's going to go I see that most pundits out there are picking the Lakers as you would expect there are a couple of guys out there women who are picking the Nuggets, and uh, I'm, I'm to the point now, at what point do you start believing that the Nuggets are for real? I understand that the Lakers have LeBron and AD, and they're such a big team and whatnot, but I'm telling you right now, do not count the Nuggets out. I Anybody who does that hasn't been watching. I'm counting them out. 
<laughs> yeah, but you counted them out. Of the Clippers series, I did. I, I counted them out of the Clippers series. And, yes, I did pick the Jazz to win that game five. So, okay. Been so wrong, it sounds but... to me like you are blaming the Clippers more than you're giving the Nuggets credit. I don't see how you couldn't. I, I tell you, when you start blaming a team for not performing up to what your expectations were, there's got to be a reason for it. Yeah, they all, all the, the Clipper team hated each other, <laughs> and they couldn't wait to get the heck out of there. Did you see some of those post-game comments of the, the yeah. throwing under the bus and then you're, you're reading about a, a like a shoving match in a timeout between Paul George and Montrez Harrell? I mean, what a disaster. What a disaster. I, I don't see how you couldn't look at those two teams, the Clippers and the Nuggets, and say, if the Nuggets win this series, what what is going to be the reason? The Nuggets are great or the Clippers stink? It's definitely the Clippers stinking. And the the Lakers should beat Denver. There's no reason that they shouldn't. And so Jake, I don't. Jake, I'm more Jake, interested Jake. in the Eastern Conference Jamal, Finals. Jamal Murray and a fellow by the name of the Joker. These guys are great players, and they're getting some good help at times from some of their teammates. So that makes it interesting to me. Can they do it again? That I'm fascinated by that. I don't think, do think they can. They, do you think the Heat are going to win in the East? I hope so. Uh, I mean, that's certainly what I'm rooting for. You know what I really like about the Eastern Conference Finals? I like the coaching matchup. Mm, I like yeah. Spolstra v. Brad Stevens. I think we're going to see a really well-coached, like, hard-fought series that hopefully goes seven. I mean, I think it certainly has that potential. I mean, I, I like uh, – we've talked about the Miami Heat storylines quite a bit, but I like it that Jimmy Butler uh, believes he has something to prove and he believes in this young team and that they're underrated. And then the Celtics have some emerging stars, certainly one emerging star in, in Jason Tatum. I think they're extraordinarily well-coached and have – played really really well in the bubble so i i think the eastern conference uh, finals has a lot of intrigue which i did not expect i've got to say and if you would have told me that the bucks weren't going to be involved i certainly wouldn't have expected that but i like i like that series i think it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch well the very fact that you say that the intrigue is greater in the east is really what makes the intrigue so interesting in the west to me because I think the Nuggets are capable of surprising. If you if you made me pick, I think I would pick the Lakers. But man, I the, the Nuggets have just impressed me with their with their toughness and with their never quit attitude. And so I I think they will get some games against the Lakers. I don't think it's going to be one sided. I do not think it's going to be the Lakers in four or five. The thing with the Nuggets, Gordon, and and maybe this is me becoming completely out of touch, but they don't play defense. We saw that in the Jazz series. They don't play defense. They play defense. They play defense on a, on a couple of those games. See, that's what I, I think that the Clippers submarine themselves. They, I mean, I fully realize they scored the Clippers what thirty four points in the second half of Game Seven. Yeah. But I think that's because they were already on the plane, man. I don't think the Clippers had the the heart, the the fight, and and the team was not pulling for one another. You know, we we had a long discussion about Kawhi Leonard's leadership. Obviously, there's something laugh, lacking there. I mean, don't let's not get started on playoff P and how that's the worst self given nickname in the history of sports. You know, <laughs> like it's they they fell short not because the Nuggets all of a sudden figured out how to play defense. So I'm. Um, 
I don't know. That's that's why I don't believe in the Nuggets, and I still don't. And if the Lakers, if the Lakers play like they should play, then they should steamroll the Nuggets. They should. But you're giving the Nuggets no credit. On defense, that's true. They don't play. uh, I'm not giving them any credit on defense. That is 100 percent correct. Jamal Murray can score the ball. Yeah, Nikola Jokic uh, plays his, you know, his unique game, which I certainly can appreciate. But it's on one side of the ball. They made, I'll, I'll give them credit, they made a great defensive adjustment against the Jazz in that series, moving Jeremy Grant um, over to bother Donovan Mitchell. I mean, that that worked out pretty well. I mean, their, their pick-and-roll defense got a lot better. So, I mean, there you go. There's my, my Denver Nuggets defensive take. But they... Uh, they're not good on that side of the ball. The Lakers should uh, the the Clippers. The fact that they let them get to 100 points in a in a game is ridiculous in that series because the Clippers defense should be awesome. It should be awesome, and it wasn't. Jamal Murray had no business scoring 40 points against the Clippers. That just boggles my mind. Uh, see, I, I I think you're not you're not giving the Nuggets enough credit. I keep saying that Jamal Murray was spectacular, and there were times he was making shots that. That uh, I mean, you can't make, but he was making them anyway, and that uh, that's uh, evidence of his greatness. Uh, certainly, the Jazz saw that, and uh, I think the Clippers did at times as well. All right, that's, here's here's what we ahead. should do. I get the Lakers and Heat. You get the Celtics and Nuggets. Incriminating audio. No, because I'm not picking them to win. I just think they're going to be a formidable opponent. Well, this in in this case, you've got the Celtics on the other side. Who's up in that series, Jake? Miami. 1-0, one, 1-0. So one, uh, Come on now. Yeah, but how am I getting some big benefit by the team that trails in the series? Your Nuggets just came down back from down 3-1. I didn't I didn't pick the Nuggets. I said they were going to be formidable. Is there Yeah, but you are, also get the Celtics. Me? So I get the what? Lakers and the Heat. You get the Celtics and the uh, I don't want the Celtics. And the Nuggets. I don't want the Celtics. But you get your Nuggets. <laughs> I'm not picking them to win. I'm picking them to represent. But you believe. You believe in the Nuggets. You believe in their uh, defense. I'll go with I'll go with a with a sort of a, a gentleman's bet on that, but I'm not going to do incriminating audio over it. Hmm. Think somebody who was confident in their team would would be willing to put their <laughs> money where the put their money I'm, where their mouth is. I'm not is. confident that they're going to win, but I just don't think you're giving the Nuggets enough credit. Usually, when a team collapses, there's a reason for it. Yeah, internal usually reasons. There's, usually, there's pressure that is applied, and that pressure. Them implode. I'm not saying and that the 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 Nuggets are this year's Warriors. I'm just saying that they beat the Clippers because the Clippers imploded. <laughs> yeah, but the Clippers wouldn't have done that if the Nuggets hadn't been terrific. Okay. There's two ends to that equation, and you're just and I'm discounting one, on yeah, one because I'm right. <laughs> okay. All right. Austin's list is coming up next. Stay tuned. Oh boy, this is going to be a doozy today. I, I know this is going to, just, as Bowler would say, buckle up. Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The Zone. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances. All 
right, time for Austin's list, a list you certainly don't want to be on. It's the big show, Gordon Monthan, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Austin has been a bit on edge uh, today in general, so I I apprehensively turn the time over to him for Austin's list today. I try to make these things, you know, a little lighthearted in the as the focal point and you know things that I that matter to me and ultimately are of no consequence in life and today it was a little harder to do that than, than others because there are real things out there today that are really bothering me but in the in the name of keeping the show entertaining or okay. at least trying to okay let me yell and scream about ties for a moment like neckties N- well sure those two but mostly <laughs> I'm I'm referring to uh e- equally scored uh, events where oh, they just ties. have no winner and okay. no loser. <laughs> okay, ties. Yeah. I see. That's right. what I mean by ties. <laughs> okay. What a giant, absolute waste of time, energy, money, fill in the blank. Every, why even do it? Why have an event if it's going to end in a tie? The reason sports were invented was because one guy said, this is my land. Another guy said, no, this is my land. And they wrestled, and whoever won got the land. That's how sports, that's how the Olympics came to be. (laughs) That's what, you may have lost your life, but so you were then the loser, but that's how sports, the advent of sports began as training for battle. And, and, And there was never a tie. There couldn't have been a tie. Someone had to win, someone had to lose. That's why we have competitions. So sports, when they end in ties, is enough to make me absolutely just sick to my stomach. And soccer, I'm looking at you to start things. But now it's not just in sports that we end up in ties, Jake and Gordon. is nothing sacred any longer. The American Music Awards. The AMAs? Or is it the AMCs? Which was this? I think it's AMA. The AMA? No, ACMs, excuse me. American Country Music Awards. That's what we're looking at. T. Swift was there, I think. Was she? Uh Well, the ACMs uh, happened, I believe, yesterday. And the top prize, the uh, Entertainer of the Year Award. Did it go to Kenny? No, didn't go to Kenny. That, That hack didn't win again. No. It went to a tie between Rhett Young, or excuse me, Thomas Rhett, and Carrie Underwood. They announced a tie that they both are entertainer of the year. They both got trophies. They both got up there and gave speeches. What an absolute waste of our time, energy, money, fill in the blank. They can't both be entertainer of the year. It's entertainer, singular, of the year. Not not entertainers, entertainer of the year. Do not, don't hold an event... If you're going to just at the end of the day say, we're all winners. No, don't waste my time with that. So what what if the vote was a tie? You have to have a tiebreaker system uh, involved in some way, shape, or form. Odd number of voters. How about that? That, or even if it is a tie, you flip a, even if you do something stupid like flip a coin. But I would like to see as they play her top song from the year, his top song from the year, and have you text in which one you liked better. How about like a, like a joust between the two. That would be great, too. <laughs> you know, you, you don't bring up these stories that are going to upset Gordon. Uh, Austin, what are you doing? He's Gordon's got to be beside himself that Kenny didn't win. Uh, I don't care. Uh, but uh, He may leave I, the show. I, I have no, Listen I have to the no rage problem. in his voice right now. I uh, have no problem with a tie. Oh, what's the matter with that? If, if two, there are two equally uh, worthy... And and that's the way the vote goes. Why don't you cover more soccer games then? 
well, I, I, soccer's not my favorite sport, but it's uh, it's I've I have no problem. When you can't always have teams play until they drop dead on the on the field or on the pitch. Why have them play if there's not going to be? What, they're the same. If they didn't win Entertainer of the Year, they they can't say, "Yep, I was Entertainer of the Year 2020 for the rest of their lives" without saying, "Actually, I was co Entertainer of the Year." <laughs> this does nothing for them. Yes, it does. It no, does they they were for them. they were better than everyone except one person, so they were not the best. So why even try? Well, they were better than everyone else except for that one person, and they were tied. So I and if I, a, I don't if Cameroon why does one person have to win, you said that uh, that's how sports got started with land <laughs> disputes and whatnot. Well, sometimes they split the land, and you take that half, I'll take this half. Yeah, in little league. <laughs> in participation trophy land fights, yeah, but not in the real world where it matters. If Cameroon and Italy are tied 0-0 after 90 minutes, everyone just goes home, and why did we have that? We're, we're of no better. We, we wasted our time to just watch a bunch of people run around for 90 minutes chasing a, a, a ball for no consequences. Waste of time. And this, equally a waste of time, and now I've wasted too much time yelling about it. All right, that's what you feel. I, I don't have a big problem with a tie occasionally. If, if it's always a tie, then I think that would get bothersome after a while. God, I'm gonna. I swear, you wrote a column back in the day when Major League Baseball All Star Game ended in a tie. Did you not? I did. No, I don't. I don't remember it. But mm. that doesn't mean I didn't do it. Uh, I, I would thought well, since the only reason you like sports is for the sake of competition, you'd actually want the competition to end with a winner. Well, yeah, but except for if the competition is equal and both teams are equally worthy, then I everybody don't have a gets a trophy. Everybody, no, participation, no, just, uh, participation no, trophy, split. Monson. That's going to be your new name. <laughs> you just split the trophy. That's all. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing. All right, but I don't have a big problem when it happens occasionally. Well, I think Kenny got robbed. Frankly, now that was the only good news is he didn't win. So. Well, if Kenny didn't get robbed, then uh, Old Dominion and uh, Tennessee-Kentucky line, whatever that band is, they got robbed. <laughs> you mean Florida-Georgia line? No, Tennessee-Kentucky line. <laughs> no, that's a betting thing. That's not a band. Oh. I know. <laughs> hmm. Did you see the Tennessee-Kentucky line? <laughs> it's over 2,100 or 210 is the over-under. Well, they can really play a tune, too. <laughs> Google yeah, they- it. You should check it out. Uh, coming up next. Have you ever have you ever tied somebody for something? Uh, in fact, I'm glad you asked that. There was a situation in my life where I tied, and I said, "Nah, just give them the trophy," because I oh, hate really? ties that much. Yes. Wow. What was the situation? The spelling bee. It didn't really matter. <laughs> but. Wait a minute. How do you tie a spelling bee? Because, like you said, we can't just sit around until everyone drops dead. And then well, there's the, got to be, a, it was, be it was, a word that somebody doesn't know how to spell. It was 5 p.m. and everyone's parents was there, pick them up and take them home. And they said, ah, you tie. And I said, nah, let him be the winner. Wow. Magnanimous on your I have, I'm nothing without my principles, Gordon. <laughs> okay. I tied PK once in a columnist of the year contest. <laughs> It was back in. Uh, you it was, did not. It was like oh, what was it, Gordon? 05 when PK and I won columnist of the year. Oh four. Did you really? PK did. Oh, but you tied with him. 
So I tied. Yeah. With that one column you wrote that year? Yeah, right. Wait, did PK really win an award? You know. No, I don't. PK won columnist of the year. This was back in. Uh, what is columnist of the year? Uh, I can't what remember it? what it was. I think it was the the AP or something. What? I don't know. AP the, I, but, AP but, have columnist of the year. PK awards. I don't want no freaking awards. Let's get PK on the horn right now. He'll tell you what year it was. All right. Yeah. I want to know. You don't believe PK could have won columnist of the year? No, it's not what I said. I I don't remember what it was he won. Uh, I'll text him. Did he really win if it was a tie? It wasn't a tie. He actually won. I was just kind of gravy, gravy training on. There we go. Ties wasting our time again. Right. All right. Do you like, how about the the other kinds of ties? Do you like ties? Do you like wearing ties that you tie around your neck? Not one bit. Me neither. I don't know who came up with that, but isn't that a curious thing? I mean, it just, (laughs) I mean, why should you wrap something around that's uncomfortable like that? That, That's just. I don't know. Something wrong with that. We'll have Sam Amick from The Athletic coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.